Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic spring break edition of Inside Franklin Athletics Podcast. I am your host, Brian Powers. Uh, Chaz Hill will be joining us shortly, hopefully. I am coming to you from an undisclosed location. Uh, it is on a beach somewhere, sandy beach, just like we all plan for spring break. Just kidding. I am actually in my front porch in near Decatur Central High School. So uh, I am not on any sort of tropical vacation. But we have with us a special guest. We have with us 2019 Franklin Community High School graduate. He leads the Franklin all-time receivers in catches, receiving yards, touchdowns, touchdown passes, rushing yards, and yards after catch. He also is fourth in tackles and second in fumble recoveries, third in kickoff return yards, and fourth in punting, all-time punting. He was multi-talented. On the basketball court, he was a 1,000-point scorer, a member of the 14th team All-State. He was 12th runner-up in Mr. Basketball voting. He was a third runner-up for McDonald's All-American game. And he was fourth team All-American, academic All-American. I'm sorry I misread that one. We have with us today 2019 Franklin Community High School graduate Corey Richards. I don't think you missed a single accolade. I think you got them all. Good. See, <laughs> some people either are like, you do your research or you're done. I prefer to say that I did a ton of research. <laughs> How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, first things first, uh, how are you handling this whole quarantine 2020? Uh, you know, I'm figuring out like the rest of us. Um, I should actually like be on a beach like you said. Um, so I'm kind of upset about that. But yeah, I'm figuring stuff out as we go and get more information. But yeah, it's just it's been a little different, you know, doing the online classes now and you know, not being on campus. It's been a little different, but it's nice to be home again. And yeah, I'm figuring it out as we go. Now you are currently at Ball State. Is that correct? Correct. And um, are you, you're kind of in transition with that as well, aren't you? Right. So where are you going to be next year? So next year I am transferring from Ball State um, and going to Franklin College to play basketball. Okay. Okay. How is that, like, how has that decision been, kind of affected by everything that's going on and um, and everything that we've had going on here lately? Um, I don't think any of this had a, an effect on it. I've had my mind made up for even before all this went went going. Um, yeah, I've, I pretty much had my mind made up about transferring to play basketball. Um, what about the actual, like, everything like the is there is there any complications as far as like the paperwork or the classes or anything like that or is it just kind of an annoyance more so than anything else yeah i've got all that paperwork figured out but yeah it was definitely a struggle getting all the the transfer recommendation stuff and all that switch from college to college but i've gotten all figured out and i have been accepted into franklin so i think everything's done for in that department Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Um, so we, uh, we, we all we talked about for everyone's talked about for the first uh, for the last three weeks, I guess, has been this this COVID-19. So we're going to be done talking about that. So all right. we're going to we're going to switch gears here. Um, kind of take us back. What sports did you play growing up? Are you originally from Franklin? Um, like I said, when we first kind of reached out, we will do zero research on you. So we have, and Chaz and I, neither of us know you. This is the first time I've ever met you. Uh, so fill in this plate for us. Yeah, I moved, I think we originally, I originally grew up in Beach Grove, but mm -hmm. um, I moved to Franklin to start my kindergarten year. So I've been here since I was in kindergarten. Um, yeah. I've played basketball since I was five. I believe. So I've played that from five to pretty much now. And then I played football briefly growing up, but I, I stopped playing in about fifth or sixth grade. And then I also played baseball growing up until like sixth or seventh grade as well. But going into high school, I played basketball all four years. And then I played football my senior year. So, 
so you didn't play football at all in uh, growing up or like in in high school? No, I and only then, played the senior year. Now, what are you at? Um, so that means my stats were a little bit off. My research. <laughs> we don't have to tell anybody that. Oh man! Already out there. So you're at uh, you're at Ball State. What are what did you go to Ball State for? I went to Ball State as a preferred walk on to play football. Oh. Yeah. So you didn't even play football until your senior year, but now you're a you're a walk on at at Ball State. Correct. That's crazy. So how did you get back into football? Um, it was a lot of people trying to talk me into it more than anything because a lot of people saw me. They see me play basketball and they're like, "Wow, you could do this on the football field." So a lot of people just were like, "Hey, come out and try it. You might as well." So I kind of gave it a shot, and you know, I honestly had no clue where I was going to go with it. And it took me farther than I thought it would, honestly. Yeah, no kidding. So who were some of the, the uh, people who were all on your case about playing football? Um, Coach Call, um, he was obviously on me because he knew how athletic I was. Um, mm -hmm. His son, Clayton, me and Clayton are really close. We roomed together this year. Um, he, was, he was all about me playing because he knows he's seen me play basketball, too. Um, and then I talked to my family about it. And they're like, you know what? As long as you don't get hurt, I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting that uh, that, that happened. The, those calls are kind of persuasive, aren't they? Yeah, a little once bit. They their, once they get their paws on you, they, uh, they're persuasive. Now, what about with um, – were they kind of working on you and uh, Christian McClure at the same time? or? Yeah, Christian came in when I did, but – he, he's a year below me, obviously. Right. But, um, yeah, we started playing pretty much at the same time. We came in during the summer. We kind of late in the summer workouts, and we both gave it a shot. Yeah. So when you were growing up, why why did you initially back out or stop playing football? I think the big part was I wanted to focus on basketball year-round. Mm -hmm. You know, playing three sports is definitely tough growing up, but I decided – I wasn't having as much fun playing football, so I just decided to, to quit and okay. then focus on basketball. I got gotcha. you. So growing up and, and playing basketball and everything, um, kind of what are some of your earliest memories of playing basketball? Uh, probably the Boys and Girls Club days. I know a lot of people go up through the Boys and Girls Club. I know my little brother is right now. So I remember those days a little bit. Um, you know, obviously starting to travel basketball about first, second grade. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the earliest memories I got. Yeah, we, it's funny. This is, so you are the third person that's come on here and talked about the, the boys and girls. Club. <laughs> so it would be Mr. Doty, the athletic director, yeah. um, Jake Sappenfield on Friday and then, and then you now. So it's kind of interesting how this big of a part, the, the boys and girls club has played in, uh, in just in Franklin fabric. Right. Yeah. So, um, did you play AAU growing up, or what was how was kind of that? Yeah, I played AAU. I want to say when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade is when I started. Yeah. And I, I played it all the way up until uh, it would have been the end of my junior year. So that last summer, I was able to play. What team did you play? What teams did you play on? I played for a team called Indy Fast Break for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. And then I switched over to an Indiana elite team for my last three years of AAU. Okay. So looking at AAU and growing up and everything, who was the like best player you ever played against and with? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, there's a lot of good athletes and players that I saw growing up. Um, I can't remember if we played against him in AAU. Just say yes. All right, um, Keon Brooks. Oh yeah, he's at Kentucky right now. Yeah, we've played against him. We played against guys, obviously like Trace Jackson Davis. We played him in high school, but we played him a lot. Um, you know, those are two of the top ones I'd have to go with. There's a lot of like mid-major guys that are in playing mid-major D1 ball right now that we played against, but those are probably two of the top ones. Did you ever feel feel? Um... I guess intimidated going against someone or like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how we're going to stop this person. Um, I don't really get intimidated too much. Um, 
Obviously, I know they're maybe a little bit better, but there's things you can try to do to stop guys like that. Um, obviously, they're going to score. Like, there's nothing you can do against scoring, but you can limit them the best of your ability. But nah, I wouldn't say I was intimidated by any means. Okay. You can answer this honestly here. All right. Did you ever get dunked on? Actually, no. If I knew <laughs> I was about to get dunked on, I, I knew better to get out of the way. Um, <laughs> I don't think I actually never got dunked on once. You're not so. you're not trying to see yourself on someone's highlight reel on Instagram, right? Never, never. <laughs> Did you ever dunk on someone? Um, no, I don't think so either. That's kind of a rough one. I wish I could say I did, but I don't think I ever did. Can you dunk? Yeah, I can. Okay, so take me back the first time you ever dunked. When was it? In game or just in general? Just in general. I honestly couldn't tell you the first time I dunked, because um, I don't I don't count it if it's not clean. So like if it bobbles around the rim, I like it. I so like there's it. A lot, there's a lot of those that I have. Yeah. But um, my first in-game dunk, I believe, was my sophomore year of AU, and I was just feeling really bouncy that day, and I had a breakaway and I just kind of slammed it, and I honestly kind of surprised myself a little bit. <laughs> Because I've like I've never dunked, and I I didn't know if I was feeling bounce or not until I jumped, and I kind of just went up and dunked it, and I was like, "What?" So like that that was probably the first time I dunked in game, but I couldn't. I don't think I could tell you the first time I actually dunked. I don't really remember it. I can't imagine like you're in a in an AAU game or something like that, and you're not sure if you're going to be able to dunk or whatever, and you go up and you dunk. I can't imagine like what the adrenaline was that was rushing through you at that moment. It must have been. Uh, pretty big one big feeling. I know. and if it's and if you miss it's even worse because like it's two free points and then if you miss the dunk it makes it look even worse so, like you gotta you gotta put it down at that point and i mean at that point like if you if you miss it and someone gets on you just say hey i want to see you try and dunk <laughs> that's a good point that's pretty easy um <laughs> okay so in the what are some of your like middle school memories of playing of playing sports and basketball specifically um, in middle school, I only played basketball because I think at that point I was done with football. I was done with baseball. So I was pretty much fully on to basketball. Um, the best member I have from there was I had this one game in our middle school gym and I had like 20, 25 points in like eight or nine minutes. Like I, I could miss and I think I only ended up with 30, but I had like 25 in the first half, but it was a pretty good memory because, like, I hit, like, a three-point and one and everyone was going crazy, and I can just remember that. So that's probably one of the biggest, like, individual memories. Um, uh, Team-wise, I don't. I think we lost one game in middle school, and it was our very last – or one of our last games was the Center Grove in the county championship. Yeah. But that was the only game we lost in middle school. We had a really, really solid team. And then, uh, then a bunch of, like, transfers happened and a bunch of people stopped playing. So, like, our team kind of – I wouldn't say fell apart, but it wasn't as strong as it was in middle school. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird. So, where did some of the guys transfer to? Uh, we had a couple guys move to Center Grove. A couple guys moved to Martinsville. It was just kind of all over the place. But we were really – I'd say we were loaded for the most part in middle school. And then guys kind of branched off going into high school. Huh. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> so you're starting at uh, you're starting high school, and uh, you're getting in now. Did you have the same coach the whole t the whole time at high For school basketball? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so what's that kind of like? What's the difference with middle school and high school, and how are you getting prepared and everything for that? Um. Are you talking about middle school to high school? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in middle school we had a different coach than we did in high school, but yeah, no, I'm I'm talking about was Dickie your coach all four years? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know when he came in. Yeah, yeah, he came in halfway through my eighth grade year. Okay, and he okay. coached half a season, and then I came up as a freshman. He coached me all four years. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So that was nice having him there all four years. No kind of like switch ups there. Um, he came in right away and noticed we had a pretty good uh, class. So he worked with us right from the get-go. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we, our class was, I'd say, one of the better classes that's came through. 
in my opinion. Um, and he knew that and he got to work with us right away. So it was nice to like build the relationship right away with him, even before we were in high school and kind of like get that going through all the way through our high school careers. Yeah. So what did you find was the biggest difference? Obviously the, the competition and everything like that. Uh, but what about from like the, just the workouts or anything like that from middle school to high school? And what was your biggest, like your toughest transition? Uh, just the pace of the game. I feel like um, in middle school, it's, it's a lot like slower, I'd say. Um, high school definitely picks up a bit. Um, and obviously the competition's a little better. Um, outside of that, I didn't really see a huge transition for me. I felt like the game pretty much stayed the same for me. It's just me working on getting stronger and stuff like that because obviously people are bigger and stronger in high school. But outside of that, I felt like the game was pretty much the same. I guess like learning new plays and learning the offenses and defenses at a higher higher rate was definitely a, a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did uh, w Was there ever any moment when you started that it was kind of like that kind of said to yourself oh this is a different this is different than middle school or this is a different uh different type of game yeah uh coach dickey wasn't afraid to get on you i feel like that was the biggest thing like if you messed up he wasn't afraid to tell you um i feel like in middle school it wasn't really the case because we were always winning yeah um so when, whenever we lost he wouldn't make sure to tell us hey you need to do this better you need to do that better and i think that's what made us so successful going down the line into my junior and senior year is we got the coaching early and we got it um, pretty often, uh, I'd say. Like, he wasn't really one to shy away from telling you if you did it wrong, if you did it right, or if you could do it better. So that was definitely um, something that was different. With you, like, how do you like to be coached? Because there are some people who like to be coached, you know, like can take the getting on and, and can take that. And then there's other people who don't necessarily like that. They like an arm around their shoulder you know, saying, hey, this is what you got to do here. How, I mean, does it matter to you or can you take it or? Yeah, I feel like I can take it either way. Um, I'm a very coachable player, I feel like. So I want, I want my coaches to get on me if I'm doing something wrong or if I can do something better. I'm not, I'm not afraid to be coached. And I feel like that's a big thing is you need to be able to be coachable. Um, and I feel like I had that and I wasn't, I wasn't really like mad if the coach yelled at me. I knew he was just trying to make me better and make the team all around us better so yeah okay so we're starting high school your uh your freshman year uh kind of take us through your freshman year did you play jv varsity freshman what what was it my freshman year i was mainly a jv player i i dressed for varsity games but didn't really play a whole lot we had i think we had a a core group of like nine guys that were juniors seniors that played ahead of me and um so I didn't get a whole lot of playing time my freshman year in terms of varsity. Um, but I definitely learned a lot playing JV um, and learning from the guys ahead of me. They were a great group of seniors and juniors, and I feel like they helped us um, learn a lot about uh, the game and, like, helped me improve it into my sophomore year. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I learned a lot playing JV instead of jumping straight to varsity. Right. And I can improve my game a lot playing JV that way hopes of preparing for varsity the next year yeah because you're still playing against for the most part older guys yeah um but you're actually getting to play as opposed to just kind of sitting on varsity it would be something where you don't get a whole lot of experience or anything like that and you just have to sit there you're going to learn obviously more by playing than you are by sitting so. right yeah okay so how was the the team how was the team your freshman year my freshman year the team was really solid um I think they went 17 and seven, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. They they lost in the sectional championship to a really good Franklin Central team, which I thought we should have won, but we kind of let the game slip away from us. But yeah, the team was really good. Like I said, I learned a lot from those guys. Those those six seniors, I believe it was. They they taught me a lot and they pushed me in practice. And you know, I owe it to them a lot of a lot of where I am today, like pushing me to be to be stronger and a better basketball player. Like because JV team would always go against varsity in practice, so. They would bully the JV team and <laughs> just kind of run us, but we kind of needed that in a way to right. help improve and you know get better uh, going down the line. It's like the big brothers beating up on the little brothers. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. So your sophomore season, uh, you start. Are you playing? Are you playing varsity by this point? 
Yeah, sophomore season, I start. I started. Okay, and uh, how was that? How was that year? You guys had lost probably a decent amount from the year before, as far as seniors, um, and you had to kind of step in. How was that for you? It was definitely different. Um, it's kind of crazy going from a JV starter to a varsity starter in just a span of one year. But um, I think I was ready for it more than anything because of what I went through over the summer and like what I went through with the year as a, as a freshman. Um, but yeah, I felt like I could jump in and be capable of starting and putting up solid um, numbers as a sophomore, regardless of how young I was, even though I was going up against older players. What position do you play? Did you play? I played anything from a point guard to a small forward. Okay. Okay. And so what were your, what was your, the team like and everything that sophomore year? So we had three juniors starting and then two sophomores. No, okay. three seniors starting and two sophomores. Who are the Who are the two sophomores? Me and then Reese Thompson. Okay. Okay. And then, um, so team wise, like as far as the record, how did you guys do? Um, as far as our overall record, it was it was just a little bit over five hundred, I believe. Okay. Um, but in conference, I believe we were undefeated. Nice. And, um, yeah, I think that was the year we went outright champions if i'm not mistaken in conference which is the first time it was done in a while i think 30 years it was yeah okay. but yeah overall um our record was solid i'd say but we definitely knew we could do better so you're talking about you know we were talking earlier about your about the summer and kind of the workouts that you did over the summer to get you prepared um what was how what was your workout routine like over the summer throughout your like throughout your four years and what's what's it look like because you know a lot of people uh, strive to play sports and to play play varsity or to even to go on to uh, college and play but um, I saw a quote one time it says everyone wants to play D D one until they've got a five a.m. workout uh, yeah so what's what's your workout regimen kind of look like I think. Um, before my senior year, a lot of it was time consumed with AAU. So it kept me in the gym at least. Um, but I had a lot of AAU stuff going on compared to high school stuff. Um, but there was always a little break in the middle of the summer. Like you take a month off from AAU and it's, it's devoted to the high school. So a lot of that was like going to camps, or little shoot, shootouts, like doing stuff like that. So a lot of it was with the team, more mm -hmm. individual. But I tried to get in individual individually the most I could, like get in a gym, get to the weight room, all that sorts of stuff when I had the time. Yeah, but a lot of it was either consumed by AAU practice or games and tournaments or the month in June where it's all high school ball. So you didn't really even have a whole lot of time to, to kind of individually own your skills. It would just be more of a um, team practices for AAU and stuff. Yeah, I didn't really get into a lot of the individual stuff until after um, after basketball season was over my junior year because – or no, after um, – when was it? After that summer was over because you can only play AU for so long. You can't play it after your senior year of basketball in high school. Yeah, okay. So a lot of that was still AU until that point, and then I started getting into more individualized workouts since I didn't have AU going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, have you started looking ahead to this summer as far as what you're going to do this summer? Yeah, I think I've been talking with some of the Franklin College coaches about doing workouts and what I need to be doing conditioning wise to get back into basketball shape because I've took it'll be two years off from for me until I've pl played my next game because I pretty much devoted this all this fall and stuff to football at Ball State, but. Yeah, so we're gonna work on that. I've been I've been lifting a lot. Obviously, it's kind of hard to get out and lift with all the stuff going around <laughs> now. So I've got I've had been doing a lot of at home workouts, trying to do some ball handling when I can in the garage, and you know all sorts of stuff. Whatever I can do to stay on top of my game and not yeah. like slack off because it's easy to slack off when people are at right. home doing nothing. So I'm trying to stay on top of that the best I can. Yeah, I got you. So you're going in. You're starting your junior year. Um, you're definitely going to be more of a focal point of the team this year. Is, this, is that kind of when everything started clicking a little bit more for you? Yeah, I'd say so. So 
my junior year is when we graduated. We graduated three starters that year, so it was mm-hmm. pretty much my team, I'd say, at that point for the most part. So I kind of had to step into a leadership role. Um, it was definitely different because I've never had to be, like, the main guy of a team until this point. Um, so it was definitely different for me, but I felt like I was – I tackled it pretty well, and I was able to, to be as much of a leader as I could to some of the younger guys that were playing up because we, we, we had about five, six – guys in my class that played um and then outside of that like below us there wasn't a whole lot of like talent that was able to step up so I definitely had to shape those guys into shape the best I could um Drew Byerly was a guy that stepped up big for us in that time because we graduated a bunch of guys and um you know he had to step into a bigger role even at a younger age than I did he he started as a freshman or right. as a freshman so he was definitely a big piece to fill in um yeah but outside of that I felt like yeah I had to take in a leadership role as a junior and start um kind of like leading the team to be successful now as far as leadership goes are you do you consider yourself are you a vocal leader or you lead by example or or what as far as leadership goes how are you I feel like I'm more of a lead by example type player I wasn't really the most vocal leader but I had my my spurs where I'd be like hey you need to do this you need to do that if I was if I was mad about something, like I'm not going to hide it in because I want to win more than anything. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'd say I'd led by example with my play. And I feel like, or at least I hope it wore off on a lot of the younger guys. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, your junior year, you're talking about how you're stepping up more. Um, how did that go as far as team wise? Uh, junior year was nice because I was starting to play with guys consistently who I've played with since I was in second grade. So I feel like our chemistry was really solid um, overall. We didn't really have – we only had two guys playing in the senior class, so we pretty much had the same team for my junior year as we did our senior year just without the two seniors. So it was nice to get started our junior year and, you know, build up that chemistry at the varsity level, and then we took it into senior year with pretty much the same exact team. But it was, it was really just like a repeat year team-wise, but we had a lot more experience and a lot more, you know, chemistry to build up. Yeah. So now you're – after your junior year, between your junior year and your senior year, um, you're ready for basketball, but the calls have been all over you. Yeah. And bugging you, bugging you, bugging, just like a little like a little mosquito, just keep coming at you. And what's what was kind of the point where you decided, okay, I'm going to give this football thing a shot? It, it wasn't until middle of June, late June, when I decided to finally be like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so they were already doing summer workouts before I even decided to join. So, like, I was already behind at that point. And then I got to come in and learn pretty much a whole new sport that I haven't played since fourth, fifth grade. So it was definitely a lot to take in, um, you know, but they were they were really good coaches over there. They taught me the ropes and – you know, they got me doing stuff that I needed to do, um, you know, like routes, running routes is definitely different. Learning the playbook was definitely different than basketball. It's a lot more complex than basketball, I'd say. But I, I took it in day by day and, you know, really dedicated myself to it for the most part, just to learn and learn all the plays and, you know, help help the team out the best I could. So you're um, are you still doing AAU basketball that summer, too? Yes, I was. So it was kind of like, you know, I got to do the workouts and then, you know, some day, some weekends I got a tournament and then throughout the week I got basketball and then football workouts on night. So it was definitely hectic. So that's that summer. What was the latest you slept? Probably eight or nine at the latest, but that was like maybe like on a weekday. So if you had, did you, I'm sure because of moratorium week. So what about when you didn't have any of that stuff? Like if someone said to you, Corey, we're going to give you one day, you don't have to work out. You're not going to learn, lose anything. You just stay in bed, sleep as late as you want. How late were you sleeping that summer? I guess it depends, all depending on when I went to bed. Cause I'm not a guy that can go to bed at 10 and then sleep until 12 the next day. Like, 
I'm pretty much on a schedule where I get eight to nine hours of sleep a night. So if, say I go to bed at midnight, I probably slept in at the latest to 10 because I naturally wake up around then. Yeah. See, if I did something like that, then I would probably go to bed at like eight and wake up at like 11 the next day. Jeez. I don't think I could do that. Personally. I'm just kidding. I actually, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a weirdo. I can, I function off like four hours of sleep. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I can get up. I like to get up early, but, but if I was like your age, I can imagine I would just been sleeping in. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's with all that energy. That's a lot of energy. So you've got, uh, how did it go when you told, uh, when you told your basketball coach that you were going to play football? He was supportive. He's a big fan of, multi-sport athletes yeah um, he knew as long as I didn't get hurt obviously like severely he was mm -hmm. he was all for it um, he felt like I had a lot to offer too um, he's like go for it man it's gonna make you better not only as an athlete but especially on the basketball court and it definitely showed I could tell a lot of improvements in my footwork and stuff just because of what I did during football season and translating into the basketball season um, I, I could definitely tell my footwork was better. I felt stronger. Yeah. I felt more explosive, all sorts of stuff. So I feel like he was all for it, for sure. Did he, as you were walking out the door, he's like, all right, yeah, good luck. Did he kind of grab you by the arm and say, if you get hurt, I will kill you? <laughs> no, that was more my parents' job to do that. <laughs> no, nah, he, was, he was supportive, for sure. So um, the first time you're out, on the, you're out on the field, you catch a pass, you get hit what's is that is it a shock or was it like, like oh yeah i do like this this is good or uh it wasn't i wasn't really too scared to get hit unless clayton was coming at me then i'd run out of bounds right yeah thing. but <laughs> yeah i wasn't really too scared to get hit i knew what what i signed up for i knew i was going to get hit it's part of the game so i wasn't really too worried about that too much was, was there ever a moment where you were where you kind of wavered on your choice and you're like why did i do this i need to leave and go play basketball um no not really honestly i i started to really enjoy playing and you know being around the team once i got comfortable with it you know like at first i was like yeah i don't know what i'm doing like i don't really know too many people on the team i only know a few guys and i don't really know the coaches that well like so at first I was definitely skeptical about it, but once I got familiar with the locker room environment and all that stuff, I started to feel more at home in a sense. That's good. So what's kind of your memory, your senior year of football? I mean, obviously it's something that you enjoy a great deal because you went to a division one school and played your freshman year of college. What's, what's your, like when just summarize your senior year of, of football. So, like I said, I had no idea what to expect out of it. I kind of just planned on playing and that'd be it. But I came out one game and set like four records in one game. And it was kind of crazy. I was like, wow, I can actually do this. Like, I'm not <laughs> terrible. Um, so then I went on with the season. And, you know, I think more than anything, individual stuff aside, like what I built, like relationship-wise with the coaches and with the team was what stuck with me the most. Like, because being in a football – on a football team in a football environment, it's completely different than basketball because there's 50-some players on a football team compared right. to maybe 20 at the most on a basketball team. So you really got to connect with each and every player to build that bond, build that chemistry. And so I think that's what stuck with me the most is how to build relationships like that and how to build up the chemistry with all those football players. Yeah. So, um, what game? What, what what records did you set in those games? Um, most yards in a game. Most How much catches was that? in a game. It was over two hundred. I'm not sure what the exact number was, but it was it was right over two hundred. Um, I believe. I don't know if I got the touchdown for, in a game record, but I was close. And I think. As the season went on, once the numbers added up, I ended up breaking two more records, so it totaled out to be four. Okay, nice. So is that like some game where you're just you're just running and you're like, this is great? <laughs> yeah, running go routes and having Drew throw me the ball is not too too hard as long as I catch it. <laughs> All right, so um, transitioning from from football to basketball, your senior year, you guys, um, I would assume, have some pretty high expectations your senior year. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because 
like I said, we only lost the two seniors, and they weren't really in the rotation as much my junior year. So we came back my senior year with pretty much the same team, and we wanted to be better, way better than we were last year. Um, we lost by 30 in the sectional championship my junior year to Center Grove, and we all knew that wasn't acceptable, and we had much more to offer. So we definitely came in with a different mentality for my senior year. So uh, kind of walk through that, that year, your senior year, your record, and everything like that. Um, I don't remember the exact number. I believe we got to 18 wins, but we were the winningest regular season team that Franklin's ever had, I believe, for like a long time. Yeah. Um, which was something that we, we strive for. We wanted to be better than last year, but be better than any team has ever been wins-wise. Um, we fell short of a conference championship. Um, my freshman through junior year, we were conference champs, so we wanted to get the fourth one, but we came up short of that. So that was definitely a disappointment in a way. Um, but, yeah, as far as record-wise, our record was really solid. We had a few letdown games. Those always happen. But um, we felt really confident going into the end of the season, going into sectionals, like we could go out and really win a sectional championship. And then in the sectionals, kind of walk us through what happened in that. I know I know that uh, – now, did you did you score 30 points in the, in the sectional game? I don't believe so, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, was it uh, – so what happened in the sectionals? So we drew Martinsville our first game, which was a Tuesday night game, I believe. And we ended up winning that by like eight or nine. So we went into Friday – um, we played Whiteland and the game before that was Greenwood Center Grove, which is a really tight game that Greenwood almost stole from Center Grove, but Center Grove squeaked it out. And then we went to Whiteland. Whiteland's obviously a big rivalry for us. So we, we definitely had amped up ramp, uh, ramifications for that. Like, obviously it's a big game cause it's sectionals, but it's Whiteland. So it's like even more right. of a big game. And we came out and really played well I thought um that was actually the game I got my a thousand points so it was even more special that way yeah um and we ended up winning that game so that was that was the ultimate goal is to get to Saturday night to play Center Grove and you know the next day I think we had a team lunch or team brunch whatever and then we w went and did a little walkthrough to talk talk about the game plan what we wanted to do to stop to stop Trace and stop all the shooters they had um so we were definitely prepared for it for sure, um, going into the game, I, I could feel like, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, everyone in the locker room was r really locked in. We came out, had a really good warm-up. We came in, kind of did our little prayer. Um, coach gave a little speech, and we were ready to go. Um, and, you know, going into the game, we obviously – we had a little game plan to where we would spread the floor a little more, maybe not take as many shots, kind of slow the game down and play into our hands a little bit more. Um which a lot of people, I don't know if you saw some of the sectional scores this year in yeah. the twenties. Yeah. But like if you if you gotta do it, you gotta do it. Right. You can't do anything to win. Like a yeah. lot of people a lot of people complain about it. Like you should have a shot clock. But I felt there was moments in the game we didn't just hold the ball, we just played slower. Like we yeah. were still moving around, getting shots up. But um, you know, we kinda played to our our style of play that we needed to keep the game close and give us a shot to win. Um, and yeah, so this is the part where I hate talking about cause we should have won this game, but we had two chances, one in the end of, uh, regulation, one in overtime to win. Like we had the ball with a, with five seconds left and we couldn't get it done. And it just sucks because we played the perfect game in my opinion. And, uh, we just came up a little short and it definitely is a game that's going to stick with me forever. Um, it definitely haunts me. Have have you have you watched that game at all? I actually haven't. I haven't sat sat down and watched it start to finish like I thought I would by now. It's yeah, kind of. It just kind of sucks. I've seen videos of like the last few plays. Yeah, but I haven't actually sat down and broke the whole game down. Do you think? How much do you think about it right now? Well, right now I'm thinking about it a lot. Um, <laughs> But there was even moments when I went up to Muncie this fall and I'm, I'm in I'm in a football locker room thinking about how we lost the sectional championship in basketball. So it's like yeah. it sticks with me that much every day I think about it. That's and it definitely, it's a, definitely a stinger.
Yeah, definitely. So, um, so your football career or your basketball, basketball is over. Um, how did it, how did it come about like that you ended up playing football for ball state and not, and not basketball? Cause I mean, just in talking to you and everything, it seems like basketball is kind of your, your main love and your first love sport wise. How did that go? And, and as far as like basketball, were you recruited for basketball? Yeah. So it wasn't until the middle of my senior year for basketball when I started getting like offers and looks for football. And it kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. I I was in talks with a coach from Marion. Um, and I went on a visit there and then they offered me. And then not too long after Ball State, I had really good connection with Ball State because of Clayton. So I, I've talked to the coaches before. And they came in and talked to me during class one day. And they're like, hey, we have a preferred walk-on spot for you if you want it. So I went on a visit there. They offered me the spot. And then a few days later, I I was like, you know what? I want to do this. this. This is too big of an opportunity to pass up. Ball State's a really good place. I have older siblings that all went to Ball State, and they loved it. So that's how that came about. Um, as far as basketball, I had a, a couple NAIA offers. I had a lot of D3 interest. But – um, I feel like I built such a good connection playing football and I really enjoyed it that I thought, you know what, I kind of want to do this in college. So that's, that's why I kind of chose football over basketball in the end. Yeah. So you're, you're at Ball State, uh, kind of talk, what was the year like for you? Was it, was it something you thought, but it was just, it's kind of one of those things where basketball is just your first love and you just missed it too much. So I went up to training camp which started August 1st and went for about two, three weeks. And it was grueling. I'm not going to lie. It was nothing like I've ever been through. Um, and I feel like uh, physically in the summer, I prepared for it. Like I was lifting real, really hard in the summer before I went up to training camp. But I feel like mentally I was – I had no idea what I got myself into. Like I only played one year of football, and I never really got to see like the meat and grind of what it's like. Um and then I, I go to training camp, and it's like two, three weeks nonstop, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. You got football meetings, football practice, lifts. You got all this stuff going on with little little breaks. And I'm like, wow, this is way different than I thought it was going to be. And on top of that, you're playing – you're lining up against D1 athletes, and they're here on scholarship, and you're here as a walk-on. So, like, right. you got you to really prove yourself. And I was already behind because – you know, I, I lacked the football experience. These guys have been playing all their lives, and I only played my senior year, so, like, I was already way behind. Um, so, yeah, that was that was definitely a, a tough two, three weeks. And, you know, I, I talked to some of the Ball State coaches, and I was like, you know, um, so they're like, they were like, what are you going to do? And I said, I think I'm just going to stop playing and just start focusing on my classes and – they said okay. So after that, I pretty much took I pretty much took two three months and started focusing on my classes and getting good grades and stuff. And this is probably the first time I in my life I'm not playing a sport to go along with it. So I felt like it was definitely different, and I felt like something was missing. So I I had a couple talks with some close friends and family, and I was like, you know, something just doesn't feel right. Like I feel like I'm missing something in my life, and it was the game of basketball. So I reached out to them and told them that, and they were like, you know what, you should try to play basketball again. And so I reached out to some coaches at Franklin who have, who knew I wasn't playing football anymore, and they wanted me. And, you know, I was like, you know what, Franklin, Franklin College is a really good place. It's home for me. It's right down the road, and it's a great campus. I like what they were doing with their team. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. So that's pretty much how that all went about. Yeah. Now they have, um, they have a coaching change is coming up. So how is that going? How does that affect you? Did you know that was coming or did you, I mean, he's been there for 30 over 30 years, I believe 30, almost 40 years, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was probably one of those things that was coming sooner rather than later, but with everything that happens, what's been going on, it, it kind of hurries the process up. So, did you – was he the one you talked to or was it a different coach? I talked to a couple of the assistants more than anything. 
Um, so I wasn't talking to the head coach about um, coming to play. It was more of the assistants. Um, and actually, the day I decided to commit to Franklin College um, was when he was announced the president and oh, okay. he was going to stop. So that really didn't have a huge effect on my decision. I didn't know it was going to happen until he was announced president. So, so really – his being announced president kind of took the spotlight away from your announcement at Franklin College. If that's what you want to say, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It, well, the big news of the day was, was going to be you signing there, but then <laughs> you know, they have to go and name a president. So, gosh. So, what, uh, what are some things, you know, because you're going to be eligible right away, correct? Yeah. And so, I mean, are you just – super excited to start playing basketball again. I mean, I can't imagine just the the excitement and anticipation you've got and how this has to be screwing everything up for you. Yeah, it just definitely sucks. I'm stuck at home for the next – for whoever knows when because <laughs> I just want to be in the gym putting up shots right now. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited. Um, I feel like this is where I should have been all along. And I'm kind of glad it took me this long to figure it out because I experienced some stuff at Ball State that I'll remember forever playing football yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm not gonna like say I wish I didn't do it because I'm, I don't believe I have any regrets. Like I made a decision for a reason, and it kind of led me to where I am, and I'm excited that it led me here back home. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to get back to it and get to work this summer and putting in work in the fall to get ready for next winter. So what are you going to be majoring in at, uh, at Franklin? I'm going to be a marketing major. Marketing? Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, okay. So a few more questions before we get you out of here. Uh, I like knowing – I talked – I asked Clayton this. And he gave me a good answer. What was the best, like, trash talk that you ever had? Like, what was the best line that you ever had on the, on the field, on the court, whatever? There wasn't a whole lot of football trash talk. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like there should have been more. Now looking back on it, Dick, um, Dick Clayton, Clayton probably talked to get him out. Yeah, during practice, he was definitely running his mouth a little bit. <laughs> but um, there was actually a time I remember actually where we were doing offense defense, like towards the end of practice, kind of like doing our two minute drills or whatever, and he. His defense, they were just kind of shutting us down a little bit, and he was he was running his mouth, saying words I probably shouldn't be saying. And his dad, his dad actually pulled him off the field, and was yelling at him a little bit. So I thought that was a little bit funny. But um, as far as basketball, there were just moments where I'd stare people down. There, there wasn't really moments where I like said stuff. I wasn't really a huge trash trash talker. Um, I think I only had one technical my whole four years playing basketball. What was so, that for? It was for tripping a kid. Yeah, he probably deserved it. Yeah, he definitely did. He's a punk, but we, we don't got to get into it. <laughs> um, okay, so we do leave a question. Um, and so the person who was here last left a question for you, but he had to get off. So real quick. So we're just going to go with um, Mr. Ahouse, Steve Ahouse's question for him, which was, who is the best athlete you played with at FCHF? Played with? Ooh. Probably Clayton. Clayton's definitely up there because he's just a freak. Um, definitely a football junkie. He loves playing football. He loves talking football. He loves being in the weight room. He brings a good attitude every day. Um, I think another one would be Drew Byerly. Um, just to be that big of an, big of a dude and still be able to move like he can definitely blew my mind. Um, I've been playing with Drew ever since I was in first grade playing basketball. He played up with us a lot because he was older. So I played with him a lot, even though he's a year below me. But um, I'd say those two were definitely two of the better athletes I've played with. Yeah. As far as like, like diversity, because Drew did it all. He played quarterback, football team, and he's he's a four year starter for basketball. Like it was pretty, it's pretty crazy playing with him. And then obviously Clay's just a different level of an athlete. 
Um, so yeah, those are probably two of the best athletes I've played with. Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking of when, when you were talking about, uh, you know, the, the ball state 8 AM, 10 PM, and then how you're sitting in a football locker room sometimes thinking about how you lost the sectionals in basketball. And it's like, that probably is kind of a moment where you're thinking, I don't know if this is necessarily for me. Whereas I'm thinking like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. football, That's that's got Clayton Call written all over it. Yeah, just a little bit. He loves it. He loves the grind. And I definitely learned a lot from him in the one year I played with him. He's always, you know, taking notes, uh, watching a lot of film, eating right, lifting right. Yeah. He's doing all that stuff. So he definitely wore off of me a little bit. And yeah. as far as, you know, the commitment level he brings to the game. Yeah. Um, okay. So Chaz isn't here, but his question, he always leaves a question because he's a big movie guy. So what are like three to five of your favorite movies that you like? Oh, all right. Um, I'm a big fan of Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I'm a big fan of Morgan Freeman. I think yeah. that's one of my favorite movies. Um, Sports movies, I'd say my favorite sports movies, probably Remember the Titans. Okay. Being a Hoosier, obviously Hoosiers is a Naturally, big, yeah. big movie. I've watched that growing up a lot. And then I'm a big Will Ferrell guy, so I'm, I like the, I like Step Brothers. I like the other guys. Any Phil, or Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. Uh, definitely on my top movies list. So those are probably four or five of the top. I like it. I've watched. Yeah. Those are some good ones. Those are some good ones. So, do you have a question for Mike Hall? He is our guest on Wednesday. Oh, um, let's do. Let's say what was what was it like coaching your first year compared to the last year you coached? That's a good question. I like it. All right. Um. Okay, so thank you, uh, Corey, so much for joining us today, or joining me, I guess. <laughs> um, we appreciate your time, and, uh, you know, keep us posted on everything goes on at Franklin College. Chaz and I are both Franklin College grads, so I'm Sweet. sure we'll get over there at some point and watch you play. Um, and, uh, and good luck with everything, um, and hopefully we can – we can get out of this coronavirus soon and you can start working out for basketball. Yeah, no kidding. Thanks. So. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Have a good, good one. Take care. Uh, for Inside Franklin Athletics, I am Brian Powers, and we will see you on Wednesday.